it'll be nice. It's a new hot shower, talking shit and potty melt them while we draped in white gold, color cauliflower. I be up like my allowance, still a hundreds, now it's thousands, counting thousands while we drive a hundred. Thanks for hopping on uh, today on Total Distancing. We have a special guest. Um, his name is Odysseus. Zach and I both uh, actually know him way back from high school in Lansing, Michigan. Uh, he's a rapper and producer uh, based out of uh, Lansing, and he's been doing a lot of lot of stuff recently. I know that um, you've been performing in Lansing, dropping a lot of uh, music, and we've talked about um, you've been working on a lot of like sync licensing and you know getting your getting your music out into you know ads and getting it placed into things and uh, like even from I remember when I was on your page and you're you know you'd like I saw that like you'd open for Rakim which is like huge so you yeah I know we hadn't um since high school talked as much and then uh, uh our friend had like gotten us in contact again and then you seem to be doing a lot of cool stuff with music so I'm excited to have you and uh you know hear some of the stuff that you're working on hear a little bit more about um your musical journey because I know I think back when um, or your friends in high school. I knew you did music, and but I don't think we'd really ever connected or talked much about music. So kind of curious to hear about like your journey over the last couple of years, and like through college, and you know just since, just since whenever, just on like we've been working on your inspirations, and yeah, just shoot the shit on this. I know it's been a hard Monday, you said. So I think we should all. It's, been, it's not super difficult. It's just been one of those days. One of well, days. it's been one of those days but wake before up, we toast <laughs> but before we toast i want to ask is there anything else you'd like to you know tell us about yourself to introduce yourself i know Prabhu has done a great job of speaking to a lot of uh, of the things that you do but is there anything else that we may have missed i'm a lyrical wordsmith damn a lyrical wordsmith lyrical wordsmith oh yeah well on that note i think we should find out more about your journey to becoming a lyrical wordsmith and Kanem usually starts us off with a toast. I don't know the toast by heart. Kanem, you're the all right, the only one that really knows it. But well, I'm the one who made it. You're the one who made it. So <laughs> so a toast to the lords and ladies of music. Please guide us on our musical journey and be kind to us as we drink. So I'm gonna toast uh, Charles Bradley. Um, I don't know if a lot of people know about him. You may know him if you listen to or watch Big Mouth. It's the I'm Going Through Changes intro to Big Mouth is by, I believe, Charles Bradley. Yeah. And he has a lot of great other kind of soulful music. And he's actually like, uh, basically, I think from, from what I've listened to, I think a lot of his stuff has come out in like modern times, but it does have like an old school feel. So um, obviously changes the, the uh, Black Sabbath cover that he does is awesome. But I think there's another song, I Feel a Change, which is really phenomenal by him as well. All right, all right, I'll go next. I would like to toast to Joel Hoekstra. Who's anybody? The, I don't think that is probably, no. Uh, he, he's played with White Snake. He's played. Oh no, he plays for a uh, Trans Siberian Orchestra. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dope. What, what does he do? He's a guitarist. Yeah. No man, he's he 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 deals in cheeses and he deals in shredding. Well, I don't, know. I don't know. I've never heard of a guitarist in an orchestra. That's new to me. You don't know Trans Siberian Orchestra? Do you it's not like Christmas music crossed with? 
I don't know what that is. No. What? Did you haven't heard it? Like, like, instruments? I don't. <laughs> no, nah, man. I, don't, I just. I'm just here to drink and talk. I don't. No, I meant. Did you play any instruments back in like high school or middle school? I played clarinet and saxophone. Just pure, just but pure. You don't know in Siberian orchestras. Uh, yeah, how do you know? I guess I didn't pay attention enough. What? I don't. I don't think of this where we we make him listen to it. Yeah, come <laughs> on. He, he's in Texas. That's that's pure pure Christian country. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> not know everything. Metal and Christmas. Metal and Christmas. You never, you never pulled up to the light next to like an evangelical just blasting Trans Siberian Orchestra. <laughs> come on. I, <laughs> I'm missing out. I feel like I haven't lived. I need to go back and just, you know, relive my childhood. And <laughs> well, what's the guitarist's name again, Zach? Joel Hoekstra. Joel Hoekstra. Okay. I'll have to meet him personally since I've never heard of Trans Siberian Orchestra. I have to like make up for all this lost, all this lost time. <clears throat> Disappointed in you. I know. Damn. Well. All right. Don't go all at once. Two more. Two more. To- two more toasts. We, okay. We have, to be, we have to pay a tribute. Not the only one. He's one of the guitars. Of course. <sighs> it's like Iron Maiden of Christmas guitar. <laughs> Yeah, yes. I'm gonna toast to Post Malone. I've been listening to a ton of Post Malone stuff, and his uh, his yodeling that he does and his singing is so like he does that that sound effect. I always that was a sound effect, and my friend is telling me it's actually uh, like his vocal coach was talking about how it's actually yodeling, and how he does that and mixing it with the auto tune. That's how he gets that like cool effect, and like he's very uh, I don't know, just the, his songwriting is super good like i just i'm addicted to stuff so i know not as not as underground as maybe the other two no no i just didn't expect post malone really yeah just he's not bad he's a good artist don't get me wrong the man has a million hits but yeah i guess i thought it was, it was gonna be more underground maybe don't don't worry don't worry uh here with the <laughs> probably was like the the pop queen in this group yeah, and... I was like, I'm being edgy. We... <laughs> I'm being edgy and choosing Post Malone. <laughs> I'm super edgy. Before, before you go, Odysseus, for context, we did a a uh, battle of the bands, Unreleased. and like basically it was it was basically like Prabhu was trying to be like cool and like pick cool shit, and then like I was just picking like Led Zeppelin, Guns N' Roses, Metallica. Beat that! You can't. <laughs> And then we just argued for an hour, and that's a that's an episode that we're just never gonna release because like we were all just like mad at each other afterwards. Oh, at least Prabhu and I. Oh yeah, Zach doesn't get angry. Zach doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Those are the ones that make you famous. You should drop that out. <laughs> Put that out. That's <laughs> true. Everyone likes some controversy, so just the two of you getting salty. So maybe yeah, yeah. Eternal <laughs> feuds. That that sounds good. That sounds good. Anyways, after you, sir. Remember listening to a lot of Kendrick just because his nephew. I don't know if you guys know who Baby Keem is, but apparently Kendrick Lamar's his uncle. Well, he dropped a song with him, and it was really good. And then I went and listened to his album, and most of the album is really good. There's one song I don't know if you guys have heard this, but Kendrick Lamar comes in and just says "Top of the Morning" about ten times. Oh, I've heard that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that song or those songs. They're f- fucking hilarious.
I the reason I like it because he does it differently than anybody else. All right. Is that it? To Kendrick Lamar? To Kendrick Lamar. I can toast to that. And J. Cole. And J. And J. Cole. And J. Cole. We can can that. Cheers. All right. Let's talk about the music, though. Come on. Yes. Turn us, around. The music. Turn us around, Prabhu. Yeah. Turn us around. All right. So, <laughs> so you were talking about uh, you've been doing freestyles to like stuff like saxophone and like like just normal. Is that like with beats over saxophone or just like instrumental? No. Like, so what I'm doing is I'll take a melody that yeah. I'll get from a melody pack. Someone will send it to me, like some producer or something. Yeah. Um, and then if it's more like a soulful type one, like vocals or piano or something. I'll listen to it and then I'll just start freestyling some keys that are in the same uh, scale. Mm-hmm. What do you call it? Same key. Freestyling some keys in key. And yeah. then I will throw that on top of it to give it more of like, it sounds dumb, but it'll make it sound like it could be in like a movie. Like no, it gives it more of like a melodic feel to it than just having like the same four or eight bars repeating in the yeah. melody. And cinematic. Um, yeah. Brings it to life. I don't know how to explain it. No, it makes it feel like you go from being a beat maker to a producer, if that makes sense. Hmm. <clears throat> There's a difference. Because mm-hmm. it's not just like you're looping this one static thing. It's like changing and ebbing and flowing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you have anything that you want to like show or, or do you want to do a verse or something like that or show something you've been working on that we can like break down? Like, You want me to give away the sauce? Yeah. Do it. It. <laughs> if you want to give away the sauce, we're not going to force you. Yeah, but we will oh, eventually fun. just come and take the sauce. It's all so about sauce. Either give it now, <laughs> yeah. or we'll, we'll, Zach is the closest to you, so we'll have him get nasty the first. <laughs> Zach is the worst hitman. He's the he, <laughs> he'd at least be nice. I think he'd be the, the best hitman. Nah, can I please kill you? Zach, yeah. Can I have it? No. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're talking about like taking? I thought you meant like killing me and taking the sauce. You're just gonna take it. Oh, I'm, I don't know. We'll uh, leave that up to nicer. Zach. I guess, I guess that makes it a little bit nicer. But yeah, well, however much sauce you want to show, I can I can do that. You, have you heard "Industry Baby" by Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow? Is yeah, this is a freestyle of their song. I told you, shit gonna be different this time around. You ready? Yup. After the shit that I've been through, you think I'm worried if some offend you. My life feel blurry, I'm in a hurry to best you. That's why I'm acting so special, I can't do anything lesser. On the road, stirring the pot, but this is not a new Tesla. Put me with Nas, put me with Pac, not in the grave, I mean up with the gods. All this rap shit, rap king, rap raps around rappers, get to shelving. Albums, mixtapes, and EPs, make them disappear one finger like a E.T. Then come back for the three-peat, and we roll at least like to a 3D. Ride my own wave like a naval sea fleet. I don't play your games, they're way too easy. I'm just bringing flames to your face with a little bit of maze just to make you understand my pain. Believe me, it's not that I want to, but I gotta just to make sure that I haunt you For times you look down on me Dip like some fondue So one of the next Chapter of my life I'm running my stripes Buzzing their way up Just like a connected device But I didn't raise it I lowered it I needed people to roll over Dropping heat like I just Flipped the whole stove over I might just pull up And get your whole show stolen Taking the speakers And throw them in four overs I'm acting different I might drop some coals on him Calling up coal on him He said he don't know me yet But when I blow It'll be full stardom So try me I'll catch your body And get a full pardon Burn these beats As you hit me with arson I'm sharp as a shit Maybe convicts Dropping these hits And all I'm hearing is flawless More to combat with these punches The best are regardless Of being the target I came with the dream while you try it in Moses, for an object to whip. Now they've been calling me a Martian. All of your opinions disregarded. Do a more units in a bullshit. You can dry it up with no water. Taking you out of your element. Now you stuck down on the sediment. Looking like a starfish. No masquerades on the mask coming off. Get this one time to put a hole in your back.
Just like a dolphin, huh? Thinking back to how I got started. Shout out to Yari. I wish you went back to back on another track. Every time we link up on a song, we dropping coffins. Wishing that shit happened often, but lately it's harder to go see my cousin. I'm done with this COVID and glad that it's over. This gonna be my year. Time to shine just like the sun in the morning, bitch. Let's go. So yeah. Wow, that was dope. Damn. And you said that's a freestyle? <clears throat> yeah. So like you you just does that mean like you click record and you just go for it or like no. you have it like, this sometimes I that one was like, not yeah no not that one there's like, some how the fuck did she oh trust me i can show you one that was completely off the top of the head and you'll you can barely tell the difference between what i just did and the song that i could show you so how do you how is that like so i always find this interesting because i'd like doing a lot of producing for hip-hop and that kind of stuff but like i don't when it comes to like rapping and stuff like in writing like i remember there's a period where i was like trying to write stuff down i was like man this is hard to like or just trying to think of like what freestyling is like it's like how do you like going about like thinking quick on your feet like that with references and that kind of stuff are you like when i think about like playing guitar <clears throat> there's a lot of times and and i don't maybe this is a good question for like zach or kanem to chime in but like i'm not a very good soloist like I, I do a lot of riffs and that kind of stuff, but I feel like soloing and re and freestyling are very similar in that sense of like, you're you play something and then you probably are like, well, I'm gonna go here from here and then I'm gonna go here and then I'm gonna like it's all like quick decision making on the spot. Um, is that how that works with freestyling, or is it more of a like, like you're you're consciously thinking while you're doing it, or do you just kind of let it happen? both so the first thing it takes is practice you have to do it a lot most people that start out it's like simple shit like cat hat bat sounds like fucking dr seuss then after you practice for a while then you find like patterns you go into and you'll have words that constantly come up and you'll know like phrases that you say too often and you'll try and switch it up so you have less filler and then eventually you evolve into you already know what you're going to say next or you'll think of a dope line either one you've written sometime in the past just like when you're thinking of random shit or one that just hit you all of a sudden. Um, and then you'll throw it in there. And then I think the hardest thing for people usually, it's not even thinking of words, it's keeping a good flow. Because mm -hmm. that's one of the things that even like, sometimes like I will struggle with that. When I, especially if I'm going fast, I can only do that for like four lines in a row. And mm -hmm. then I have to switch it when I'm freestyling because I know that once I hit like six-ish, I'm going to start to fuck up unless I can think of, unless I'm in the zone and really like You've going like overloaded too much in your like cue. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's more like when you're one, you run out of breath and that's like breath control is hard enough as it is hmm. if you're rapping fast, but if you're trying to rap fast and freestyle at the same time, you're going to put yourself in a bad place. If I had a quick question. So like, do you, do you start off slow then when like you're practicing it, like try to go with like a slower tempo beat? I, I, Old I'm not trying to be rude. I'm trying to like write down my questions because I think this is really interesting and I don't want to interrupt someone. So that's why I'm texting my phone. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. I didn't even notice that. Um, no, I mean, honestly, old school beats, slow flow. That's like where I started out freestyling. I would do a lot of like old, like uh, Tupac beats or like Biggie Small stuff. And then you talked about like breath control and things and, and recognizing patterns because to Prabhu's point about playing like guitar and, and you know improvising, like the the tricky part is is getting stuck in in certain patterns and trying to be conscious 
about like getting unstuck. So out of curiosity, like what was like a, what was like a line or two lines that you've like had to really break yourself out of like going into those places? <laughs> Man, that song actually, when I was recording that, that took me a shit ton of takes to do. I'm not going to lie. Cause there were times near like the middle of it where I had been going on one breath from the start to that point. And I was like, I'll either run out of breath and you can tell I'm like really pushing my diaphragm to say those last words and it doesn't sound good. Or my voice will get higher pitched because I don't have enough air to keep the bass in my voice when I'm saying it. So I would have to, uh, I probably did like 35 takes on that one. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Usually I can do it in like three to five, but that one. And that, when you say uh, a take, that's for the whole song at once. That's, oh yeah. That's not yeah. like, we're, oh wow. Yeah, there's some times where I've gotten between like the 50 and 100 mark on Jeez. songs like that. Yeah. So putting in the time and practice definitely makes a difference. Like people don't realize that recording in itself is an art form. Mm-hmm. Of course. Well, uh, also like with, with your style, um, do you like focus on speed or, or flow um, or kind of the rhythm and rhyme of it? And the only reason I ask, and, and maybe this is is a stupid question, but like, uh, obviously, like Wu Tang, the American Saga, like Hulu has released like a couple seasons of that, and uh, like what's always interesting, and in, especially re re listening to like um, Thirty Six Chambers and Liquid Swords, is like seeing how like someone like Method Man approaches it versus someone like Jizza approaches it, and maybe those aren't the t- best two people to like go after, but like one thing is I always respect method man's rhymes because it always has such a, a flavor and style to it, but it's not necessarily always like fast. So, um, do you, how do you like, you know, balance maybe, um, like a rhythm versus speed in, in your rhymes? So honestly, I don't know if you could hear the end of that song, but I shouted out my cousin Yari, which Zach and Prabhu probably both know. Mm-hmm he's actually was telling me like why are you rapping so fast all the time like it's good but you never do that my thing i would ride the beat and go with whatever the tempo was but lately i've just been doing double time and what i used to do was kind of like what you're talking about with the slow flow i don't know if you guys know who like benny the butcher conway griselda they're old school but they still rap now they're in their 40s they're like the kings of grimy rap just like the most like all the song, like the verses that just hit you and you're like, they're not rhyming super complex stuff. Sometimes, sometimes it's really straightforward, but the shit they say is just so, it gives you that chill down your spine. You're like, damn, like one of his lines, like memorable. Yeah. One of his lines is like, I'm so ahead of my time. I can tell you what your grandkids look like when they're five. And I was like, Holy shit. (laughs) Damn. That's a bar. (laughs) Like stuff like that. I I think that matters just as much or more because like, People shit on Kanye for being like, oh, he's a better producer than a rapper. But I love his as a rapper because his lines are funny and they stick with me. Like his like little references that are witty, like stick. And to me, that I feel like is Sorry. equally important with certain like with rap and honestly any genre of like like and we talked about this in the past of like pop songwriting of like with the chorus and stuff like that of like to write a memorable pop song that like sticks and to write a lyric that like, like I was just listening to, um, 
this album, uh, Serge Tankin from System Down's album, uh, like the dead from like after 10 years, maybe of listening, I haven't, or maybe like six years or something. I haven't learned, but I could sing along to all the songs cause all the lyrics were memorable to me. And that I feel like is just as hard, if not harder. And I'm not a great lyricist. Do you have any that you like wrote that you just, you knew that's going to be something that you're like, oh, this is going to hit harder. Is it just something that you get a reaction from later? Or like, how do you go about like practicing that? This is an open question to Kingdom or Zach, if it's a riff or lyric or anything, like, do you ever know that this is going to be catchy or something like that? So when I was saying that J. Cole and Kendrick are my favorite, there's a reason. J. Cole always talks about real shit and he does it with the flow, the style that you can understand his words, even if he's rapping fast and the delivery is right, even if there's no punchline. Kendrick, the only thing that he does, he turns these lines into like an algebra equation. He's like substitutes words that could be straightforward for another thing. Like he had some freestyle he did on the radio where he's talking about like having to see his like uncle smoke crack, but he like switched it. You're going to laugh, but he switched it out for like vivid images of my uncle sucking on glass dicks or something and i was like jeez <laughs> like who thinks of that it's just yeah. like shit like that where they flip it into something completely different where i'm like i needed to, i like when i first heard him, i was like i need to start doing that i can't just i don't want to just be like putting everything straightforward i want to make people think a little more and then i started doing that obviously in that song i showed you that's not really a good showcase of it um i can't really think of too many lines where i use stuff like that i mean though when you're talking about lines that I knew would have like an impact right before I started going super fast, there's a line where I was like dropping heat. Like I just flipped the whole stove over. It's not like super crazy, but it's enough to be like, Oh shit. All right, let's hear where this is going. Kind of thing. Mm. Am I wrong? I don't know. Maybe. It's like a, it's like a, uh, it's like a, you, it has imagery to it. You're like, yeah, exactly. do, it's rather than just saying I'm dropping heat or something. It's like, okay, yeah. you're showing off. You're making it like a, like, I can picture that. <laughs> like, yeah, no, no, exactly. <laughs> I was like, that's okay. So here I can put a little snippet in for diving into the writing process. What I'll do is sometimes I'll find the last two words like the end of the bar that i want and then i'll fill in the gap and i've literally sat there and i've made lists like you write the you write the rhymezone.com <laughs> no like so oh man i must have been in like 10th grade when we realized that drake was rhyming the last two words of every line and then i was like i'm just gonna do that from now on and like the oh, more I oh, thought like, of that, oh, you mean like the last two, like every line, like game over, flamethrower, shit like that. Oh, okay. so like when we realized that and like listen to other rappers, I was like, oh shit, he's not the only one doing that. Like, do you remember Recovery Eminem's album from like 20, yeah, no, 2011? There was one, there were two oh, lines. He blow. literally rhymed, yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about, don't you? Uh, that I, might be the song. Is it the Michael Vick one where he's like, uh, I'm going nuts, bitch. I'm Michael Vick. No, not, not that one. That's the song. Cold, but wind, that's not. Cold wind blows. He does a lot of like intricate work, and yeah. if you played the song, I feel like I I would be able to sing along with like ninety percent of it because that was just like I want to see that. <laughs> I, see I mean, blow up just... straight out of Compton is probably a lot of that. I don't know as much anymore, but that was etched in my head for a long time. But Cold Wind Blows was another one. 
Okay, I remember the lines now. It was, call me fire marshal, I'm here to shut this shit down. Your entire arsenal could not fuck with one round or something like that. And I was like, what the f- where did that come from? Like this man literally just rhymed two entire sentences. What the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, when, so after hearing that, I was like, all right, I need to do more of that. So what I was doing lately, I was like, I'm already good enough at freestyling where I can just fill in the gap. If I have the last two rhyming words, it takes a huge burden of the stress off. So I sat there and literally just wrote about 15 to 20 rhyming words, threw on a beat and just freestyle the whole fucking song to it like that. It was so uh, easy. So you're just like, you're, yeah. you're like, you're like working backwards in, in a way. It's like, you, you've got the thing, kind of. you know where you want to land. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then you're yeah. just like, I'll get there. And then, okay, just focus on where I want to land. That's interesting. Is that how you ever, I know that you don't maybe freestyle lyrics, but like do you, when you write lyrics, have you ever done that, Kanem, with like, uh, you were talking about rhymezone.com, but like. Yeah, the, the two word thing is like really clever. Like, cause I just go with the last word. Like that's all I have to rhyme. That's all I have to rhyme. Uh, cause that's how I write typically. It's like, it still has to be, it, I, I, it has to have consistent rhymes to it or else it, it's not as satisfying to me. But um, I'm going to definitely steal the two word thing now. <laughs> Oh yeah, use it. The thing Dude, is, awesome. I think the reason why it works better with hip hop is because of not the consistent flow of words, but when you're singing, sometimes you'll draw words out or keep words a little bit shorter. That's true. Almost have like a stutter step to it, and that yeah. makes it like it's more like melodic, I guess. So yeah. you can do it, but it might not sound as good. You just have to play it by ear. Zach, do you do you end phrasing, try to end phrasing in like a, a lead part or when you're playing? Because that's something I've thought about and like I've slowly tried to incorporate more. But do you try to like either start phrasing or end phrasing in a, in a similar fashion? Uh, in some ways, yeah. So, I mean, obviously you can't necessarily rhyme with, with guitar because it's, you know, you there's can. no word. Use you, your talk box. <laughs> That's true. Oh, man, you're not playing guitar right. You gotta you're <laughs> right. unlock that skill yet. Yeah, no, that's yeah, it's like the level bond, beyond expert on guitar hero. <laughs> um, I, I feel like as of recent, I've trying to become more conscious of like not necessarily where I'm landing, but where I'm starting on like a different chord change. I feel like that's kind of one of um, the main things that make someone sound more like professional. Yeah. Like it just sounds like more like calculated or planned out, even if it's not planned out. Like if you're improvising and you just kind of know like what chords coming up, okay, I'm going to switch and land on that note. So I'm not playing, you know, some clashing note or something like that. Um, there is like the, it's like a blues type of, thing what's it called it's like call and call and response call and response. Yeah, yeah yeah where you have like a phrase and you play it and then you end it one way and then you come back and play that same first phrase again and then you end it a different way so it's like a build-up kind of thing for guitar stairway to heaven solo is it i forgot See that? <laughs> but it goes but, back to the goes back to that oh place. it like does the same uh, yeah. changes and then goes back to back to that yeah, yeah. okay smooth, smooth. i like it <laughs> i like it <laughs> thank you 
We gotta get you to r r like record a couple sound bites that we can use in all our videos, like smooth. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I have the radio voice for it, but I can try. We can just cut it out and use it, so yeah. it's fine. Just Great. use it. Since okay, since I have the, I'm gonna use the opportunity to ask some questions. Um, one of the interesting parallels that I'm noticing is that like guitar players, at least I know I am. I think Kanem and Prabhu also probably are like more obsessed with building speed. Like I'm obsessed with building speed because I'm like, crap, I want to be fast like that guy. You know, well, absolutely. The thing is, hey. the genre is like, like you and I have like different, the flipped hand speed. So I can do this hand, but not this hand as well. And then you've got this hand. Yeah. It's yeah. Funny how it right. But it's for like hammer ons come in handy. Yes, that's true. The left hand. Um, I just, I found it interesting that like we're so obsessed with speed and stuff and you're like not necessarily just working on speed. You're like focusing on like the lyrical content and like the flow. Um, so I guess with that in mind, like how do you, like what's something that you're working on right now like if you like what are you going to do tomorrow when you're like okay i'm gonna practice however you go about practicing like what, what are you gonna do tomorrow probably enunciating words sometimes because like i'll i know what the words are so when i listen to it while i'm mixing and mastering it i'm like yeah it sounds good and then i'll play it for someone and then i'll be like they probably didn't get that they probably didn't get that part or this part and then i'll run it excuse me, I'll run it back for them again. And they're like, okay, now I got that. I got that now. Mm, yeah. That's and that's great. why, that's why I used to always do the slow flow. Cause I'll put a lot of lyrical content into it. I don't want it to just either go over people's heads or they don't understand a few words here and there. And it throws everything off. I think it's so like funny how we're all, we're all like our worst critics. Like yeah. I sent both of them like a guitar lick today and I have heard that guitar lick like 200 times today. So I was like, I want to play this stupid lick right. So even after I send it, I was like, damn, that sucks. And I do it like anytime I post a video, like anytime I send something, I hate it. I'm like, this is awful. But like, I feel like yeah, whenever I feel you. else like hears it for the first time, like they don't have that same critical ear. That goes for live playing too. I mean, I remember in college of playing a show and just like right after being so pissed because like my guitar cut out. I was like frustrated and I was like, people didn't care. Like my friends who came up after, they're like, why are you like being so self-conscious? You awesome, awesome thing. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, this is uh, the worst show ever. I'm like shutting my guitar case, just all <laughs> annoyed and like, and it's like, why are you pissed off? Like, <clears throat> um, to be fair, that's good. That means that you want to improve at any point that you can which means that you've you got the drive and ambition and actually care about what you're doing. Yeah, that's true. I feel like every artist is a perfectionist. Every true artist is a perfectionist because then they really want to push themselves to do better no matter what. Even if, even if they have a perfect concert, I guarantee you, how many times do you think Michael Jackson had a perfect concert? The man was the king of pop. I guarantee you he still had like 50 things. He's like, oh, I could have done that better. His moonwalk, he's like, I just never yeah. got that right. <laughs> God damn it! I'm not yeah. Neil. I wasn't Neil Armstrong out there tonight. That man probably was like, you know what? I need to take a quick flight to the moon to see how it really feels to moonwalk, and then I'm gonna come back and do it like that. Mom seems like, no, it's just not. This is 
500 well, beats per minute is not enough. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it depends on the artist though, because I mean, I, and obviously there's there's great artists. I think there's 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 the idea of there's the the balance between quantity and quality, right? Because I think you have artists that, and this went to Prabhu asking about like how do you write and how do you write surgically and with precision, right? And you had said that you, you try to really work for that precision, right? And you you notice those things where Drake's rhyming two words at the end. I'm gonna try to copy that. And you notice these other things. I I always go over the school of like let me just throw it at the wall, like. I'm not I'm not looking for someone to get attached to the one song I work on. I'd rather look for me having 10 million songs, not necessarily 10 million, but me having like 100 songs and then someone finding something out of that and the gems being somewhere within that. Um, right. But it's, it's, a, it's a hard balance because still, even if I write 100 songs, I still want those 100 songs to be good. So it's, it's a delicate balance is yeah, all. You could probably go, if you listen back, you'd probably still identify something that you're like, oh, I could have EQ'd that. I've, I've done everything great. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> this, is my, no, I mean, that's... this is my first EP. It's the highest of quality. Yeah. Well, 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 but like, to your never... point of that part, right, where you felt like your first EP wasn't. You know, no, I've never expressed any negative feelings on my first EP. It is a gem. <laughs> He's throwing no. shade right now. <laughs> throwing shade at him. No, for, no. Yeah. It, but but to Prabhu's point, I I like once I have enough other like content out there, enough other songs out there. It is one of those things. Was like, well, do I remove this now? Because if someone goes back in my catalog, as many of us do, go back to the first person's record or or something, and that's completely shit. Like, I don't want to start like having like a bad image, but I still feel like I need it there now to show that I have some other content, but also there, there's other magic that I'm trying to do. That makes sense, which it's ironic. Cause remember when I was telling you about, I've freestyled songs that sound like they were written earlier Yeah, and I could pull up one. Yeah. That's from my very first mixtape album slash EP yeah. kind of thing. So the very vulnerable stuff where you're like, yeah. oh, I could have done this better. I could have grown so much since then. Or, but the thing is, I had already been recording and writing for like eight years by then. So it yeah. really just came down to the mixing mastering process, which mm. <clears throat> I had some experience with, but not to the extent of like everything that I can do with Logic versus GarageBand or Audacity or whatever else is like trash compared to it. Yeah, and that's so. that's that's interesting because it's like uh, I'm. I really like hearing about, <clears throat> you know, with with rapping that kind of stuff. I was curious, and I'm glad Zach asked about like practicing because, to me, I not I've been working on singing and I've been trying to get better at singing. And then like with practicing with that, I can kind of understand, you know, what that maybe means with like, well, my first thing is to be able to you know hit the notes that I want to hit. And with rapping, it's like a little different because it's not necessarily notes that maybe you're trying to hit all the time unless you're doing like sort of singing like kid cutty style sing rapping thing but like i've always wondered with that is it like <clears throat> more practicing and that's like you're practicing you're actually practicing by just you know turn press record and you just rap or is it like you do even things like just writing more and like writing poetry or writing like or uh reading things to like because i like vocab and stuff like that like i i feel like you probably have to know like a lot of the rappers that i like you mentioned uh liquid swords and uh you know 36 chamber i yeah wu-tang is you know 
a great example of that where just like some of the references of like like Jizza and stuff like that. It's like I feel like it's equally unwrapped skill, but also just like he says so much stuff about random kung fu movies that like are very pointed references that like you have to like the 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 most witty rappers are also i feel like good observers of culture because they like will make a like that's why i like kanye is he makes all these references to song like uh like his songs where he's like i didn't go to uh i ain't one of the cosby's i didn't go to hillman or, or like that was in good morning i think or yeah. no i can't tell me nothing and just like those lyrics those things where it's like i feel like you have to consume a lot of media too in some ways to be a good rapper because like or not necessarily a good rapper but like a lot of the rap that's interesting to me is just like, yeah. like lil wayne says some stuff and i'm like it's so funny and and like the references are so random that i'm like how did you think of that or it's like to a movie like, like pop, pop culture pop. yeah exactly yeah, if you you gotta study pop culture, if you want to be not mainstream, but that's sort of a lot of those references usually go to, just because people listen to music they relate to more, not not style wise, but content wise, if that makes sense. I know that you identify as a rapper, but also a producer, and I know you've talked about like producing a lot of your beats. And one of the things we, you know, one of the things we uh, a little while ago we'd like done a zoom call and just like started you know swapping beats and showing some stuff that we're working on and stuff like that and you've been doing producing and stuff how what was your journey with that like did you start more with rapping and then because like for me it's producing was a function of being a guitar player first where it's like i play guitar but i want to be able to record stuff for a band and like i i, I don't you know i cannot want to be able to record myself so it started as a musician who wanted to fill in the gaps of all the things I would have to go to someone else for to, you know, do studio stuff. Is that the same kind of approach for you with rapping? Is was that like you're a rapper and then you're like, well, shit, I want to be able to just make my own beats in, in house. Or was that like a different process? So I started producing it. I took a music production class class when I was going to LCC. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, this is pretty cool. Maybe I'll play around with this later. But I also, I mostly did it for learning how to mix and master better. But I also wanted to know how to produce just because, I mean, I thought it was cool at the time and mm-hmm. wanted to do it. Then a few years down the road, I was like, producers can make steady income and make decent amount of money just from selling beats, mm-hmm. which now that I've done it for a while, it's a lot harder to do than it seems, but I still get sales every once in a while. So it's not impossible. Mm-hmm. It's just because I'm split. I'm spread thin between like, making music, mixing, mastering, everything, and making songs, like beats, everything. So, and then the whole marketing and advertise everything that goes along with that while trying to do that with music. So I'm pretty spread then. But I will say that the main purpose of it was to make sales. But then I was also like, I don't go on trap beats usually. I usually rap on like hip hop or um, it's not boom bap, but it's more like new age boom bap. So it's like, like old soul sample kind of stuff but with like yeah like just blaze if you know who that is he's a really famous producer like the stuff that he would make yeah stuff like you know that. the alchemist yeah the alchemist another one yeah it's gonna say i've gone on a couple of his beats stuff like that we're all really that's my thing but then i played around with the trap beats i made and i was like 
this is actually kind of fun. Like that's where all this fast flow came from. And I was like, I'm just going to go crazy on these. Cause a lot of people that go on these just kind of let the beat do all the work and they'll just say like six words per line. And then it doesn't matter what the fuck they're saying. Cause the beat knocks and everybody is just vibing to it. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like Migos has, they sometimes will throw in stuff in there where I'm like, Oh shit. All right. But yeah, like that. Yeah. The most part. Yeah. It's just, how do you riding. feel about that? How do you feel about like riding the beat versus actually like, riding on the beat let's put it that way if i freestyle i ride the beat that's that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> like if i'm if i'm writing something that's supposed to be like in depth i'm not just gonna sit there and ride the beat i will make the beat follow me almost if that makes okay. sense like i will i will overwhelm the fuck out of it we're suffocating <laughs> beats out here in 2021 like i do not let that shit breathe you heard it on the last song like there yeah, were no yeah. pauses yeah i was just going off constantly sometimes i will if I'm really trying to like portray a message, but most of the time, is it, is it just like hard to, to let the beat ride or, or is it just you you're trying to um, create something of that is of yourself. Like you naturally wouldn't let that happen. So like, you're just trying to show as much of yourself or be as true to yourself as possible. Yeah. But also because I have a lot of content that I want to put into the song. Okay. I don't, I don't like finishing a song or doing a song and feeling like, oh, I could have said this, or I could have put this in there. Like, I don't like that feeling. It doesn't, it's not necessarily like it's incomplete, but it almost feels that way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Spe- speaking of content, like when, you, when you're writing things, right? Like, how do you come about like different things that you write? Like for me, there's been times where I just remember in my apartment in, when I lived in Detroit, like I just looked out the window the thermometer said 28 degrees on this big sign that was like kind of up the street from me. And I just used 28 degrees in one of my songs because I said that I was just kind of riffing with something and and singing. And then other times, like for my most recent song, I really sat down. I was like, you know what? I want to write a song about Fred Hampton and you know, Judas and the black Messiah has a lot of good lines in there. Let me steal some of those. Let me use some of some of a book that I read and put that together and put something out. So how do you kind of go about creating that content? I think it comes down to three things, mood, what I've been doing lately, like Prabhu said, like what I've been (laughs) reading, what I've been watching, content you're consuming. And then, um, how much energy I have because if I don't have a lot of energy, I'm doing a slow song. I'm going to write just a 16 bar, wait until I have more energy and I'm going to knock out the rest of the song. Sometimes when I'm drained, I can kill a whole song off, like just knock it out. Um, but for the most part, it's usually not going to end up as good as if I took my time and like, that's smart it. about the energy because yeah. that's something as a guitar player, I don't think of as much because like guitar wise, I'll write, you know, I mostly write like heavier stuff and, and a lot of that is tiring because this is a lot of fast <clears throat> playing, but I like writing not heavy stuff and slow stuff, but I don't think about the like energy. I think about the mood maybe that I'm in, but I don't think about the like, I'm tired right now or I'm, I'm in a laid back chill mood. So I'm going to write that as much as like, well, I want to write this kind of thing. So now I need to think of what's the mood for that versus just like, <clears throat> I'm feeling down and depressed. So I'm going to write a slow, old school Pink Floyd style, like psychedelic, sad sounding song versus being like, 
no, but I have to work on this metal song and like muster up the energy that's not necessarily there for this like crazy force it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Which and is trust me, there's merit to that. Like I've been trying to force yeah. it on purpose, but also that's interesting that you kind of lean into that and lead let that dictate the like how you're gonna approach a song. Oh, I don't. I just started doing that. Oh, it works a lot better. Trust me. Doing it. I mean, how many, how many trap songs you hear on the radio that are just laid back and chill? There's like two. That's the thing. Like, whenever I would make beats like that, the only thing I would do differently, I would make them a little bit darker so it can, it feels a little bit more laid back. And then I would do less work on the 808s or something like that. And I'm just like, I'm just going to crank this out because. I need to do this. And half the time those end up not being as good because I'll listen to them compared to the other ones I've done that were times where I was like more rested or more inspired. And I'll be like, shit, I could probably delete that and not think twice about it. Do, do you let that be a rep though? Like uh, I'm actually kind of curious, Zach, like when you're, when you're approaching like doing gigs and, and, and uh, preparing for uh, playing like live and stuff, do you, I know you have so much content. Do you just let there be just duds sometimes uh, when you're like going out there to play, or do you are you just trying to free birds level ten every time? Uh, you made a Larry Bird song? No, free bird. He was oh, like, I think... he was talking about when he had to uh, <laughs> solo free bird at a at a gig, and he didn't. Know and he, it. he knew it lick per lick. He had to like oh, find the song during, while playing it. <laughs> Somebody requested it as the very first song, and they tipped us fifty bucks. And I didn't oh. know single note of like I know the song, but like I didn't know how to play it. And so the singer of the band I was with was like, "All right, they tipped us fifty bucks. We're playing Freebird." I was like, "I don't know Freebird," and he's like, "We're playing Freebird." <laughs> we opened with Freebird, and I just like literally butchered it for nine straight minutes and i think the guy in the audience was very amused and pleased with that so yeah that's probably why he did it because it's what isn't it it's like a seven and a half minute song yeah or is it nine and yeah it, I was just... and every and the lead up is the guitar song. yeah oh i know i remember that <laughs> yeah guitar it, hero baby i remember that yeah. shit it's all, it like two minutes hero? of nothing but guitar yeah yeah, yeah. and that's the condensed version <laughs> <laughs> that's the condensed version no, it was it was bad. Um, I don't know. I would say no. I don't like. I don't really let things go. Like if I have a song that sucks, I'm gonna be pissed about it. I can perfectionist. Like, yeah, I feel yeah. you. I feel I, you. He was Excel and he he breaks it down into manageable steps, and then he like. He, I thought Zach, you said like sometimes you just like you're like I'm just gonna feel this one out today. <laughs> uh. Because like you 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 have talked about you know so many that not maybe not necessarily feel that it's out but you're gonna trust your gut that your gut okay. knows like what was what's gonna happen in this song. Okay, let me let me take that's a step. Different though, right? That's that's so, worse than knowing that like I know I'm shit at the solo, but I'm not gonna do anything to fix it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's something I control where it's like okay, I've had this set list for three weeks or longer than that. Like I know I should know this song. And then I'm like, but I'm really tired. Like my hands don't want to work. I'm still going to like be like, okay, I still have to do it. And then if I like suck at it, I'm going to be pissed about it. Like, 
You stupid fingers, you fucking suck. Like, why am I human? <laughs> why? Why didn't I drink more water? You know, like, that's probably how I'll feel tomorrow because I didn't drink enough water today. But, like, um, but yeah, if it's like a request like that, that just like pops up and it's like, oh, well, I used to know that. Like, the expectations lower. So it's like, you know, I can let that go a little bit. Well, well, I guess I guess that goes back to like recording the song. So kind of you kind of let it be a dud, and and you'll walk away if you don't know it well. But if you feel like you know it well, you're, you're gonna just be like, ah, time time to smash things. Recording is different. Recording is very different. I'm That's I like nitpick everything to a flaw when I record things. So like, I feel like now I've been trying to kind of let it go a little bit. Like, but yeah. Recording is a lot harder for me to listen back. So, like, sometimes I just don't listen back. I found, like, most recently, I haven't been posting a lot of things or recording a lot of things, but, like... Oh, you mean, like, recording an Instagram video, or you mean, like, recording, a, like, us in a studio kind of thing? I like, Instagram. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay. I mean, I know that uh, feeling. You're just trying to get it right, because you know it's going out there. Yeah, so like even today, like when I record that video and send it to you, I was like, I'm not gonna listen to this. I'm just gonna send it because otherwise I'll sit here like 25 minutes until I'm pleased with the perfect take that I'm not even releasing publicly. I just sent it to the two of you. Wait, this is a different thing. Zach, we're gonna have to talk to about sometimes my theory, and I think I've talked about Chaprabu of hitting you know hitting the record button and hitting that on and off versus just sitting there recording for 10 minutes and just you know cutting it up later but that's a different story like not not obviously not like stitching like this is a good part here and this is a good part here oh, but like man <laughs> i switched to just i'm gonna record for 10 minutes to try to get a good take and i'll take the best one i get out of that 10 minutes and that way it allows you to do a and b choices and then you, yeah. you can be like, this was the shittier version. <laughs> and this is I the better. Like, I feel like even if I did that, though, I <laughs> all of them. And I, if I found one that was like, this is the best one, but like I still messed that part up, I'll like set the timer for another 10 minutes. <laughs> like, do it. <laughs> like, it, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, I'm just yeah, I, a bunch of like, I won't even like keep the thing when I'm recording a song. I'll like, I'll mess the first note up and I know I can punch in, but I'll be like, no, 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 no. Just the whole take. It was bad. And I'm like, yeah. but the rest of it was fine. But I've started doing that where I'm just like, <clears throat> no, 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 no. You're just displeased with yourself. You're like, I, I went from being like, I'm going to punch everything. In. I just only punch in. I wouldn't even record a take. I, I ruined just... your method. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I you, yeah, you did. Well, I, I would do only a punch. I would just highlight the area and, only record that one part and then just do it for like an a while where it would get that and i still do that sometimes but i think i need to go back to doing that more kanem ruined me and he's like you need to play the whole take and then i'll yeah. do it and i'll get like halfway through but instead of playing saying stop and be like just fix that one part i'll just like it's no, not the same whole take hold on yeah. right. I, I understand I, I still i saw your method properly i started <laughs> I slow thing. I slow it all down. You. I don't slow it I down. Do. I always I slow cheat. it down. I record like slow. I'll punch the note in. I will time everything. But, but no fast videos on Instagram, please. No, but no, no <laughs> on Instagram. That's not allowed because then I'm saying I played it fast and I didn't. 
Yeah, exactly. I, I'm not gonna fake that one. It just goes back to what you were talking about, Zach. It's like it's your you are your worst critic too. Where it's like you, there's a point where it's like you listen to it and you're like, does this detract from the real thing I'm trying to convey? And that's something I'm actually trying to remember is that like some of the coolest <clears throat> songs, like those hidden, you know, gems that you think are intentional and stuff, are like those duds that made it through the like uh <clears throat> like like some songs will start with like the guitar unplugged playing this thing or they'll do the uh they'll add something in that's like you know a vocal take that messed up and then the real song will come in and like that sometimes those duds there's like <clears throat> there's something there that you could use for maybe something else um there's a charm to it yeah there's a charm or you could repurpose that dud into something like I, I think that's how Jack White wrote uh, Seven Nation Army. It was like he was trying to write like a James Bond song. And then he wrote this thing. And then I think he was like, I, this is a fact check in Google. This is a Wikipedia thing I read in like, high school. And I was like, oh, I need no, it's all true. Prabhu knows all the facts about Jack White. 100%. Jack, yeah. I did. Not now. I, I did. Until like Jack White's his cousin. Eleven. I No, Jack Brown. That was, it's Jack Black and Jack White, but... I'm gonna, I should be Jack. Isn't that Jack Brown. Gray? There's <clears throat> no Jack, <laughs> Jack Gray. Gray. It's not Jack Gray. It's not Jack. It's black and white. It's gray, right? Let me Jack Brown. I'm gonna change my handle right now <laughs> to Jack Brown. But no, we know. we'll go. We'll go update all the names. <laughs> At the end of this episode, I'll edit that onto there. <laughs> Jack Brown. Um, so so with re- recording and producing. Um, <clears throat> so you said you kind of work back from wanting to sell and do that at, at, at this point do you feel like with your music career are you more focused on the record the, the the producing and the beat mixing mastering side of things or more as like the independent artist like rap side and, and like trying to make it as a I, I guess an artist or you know recording artist or... honestly I do both just because the more beats I make, the more chances I have of making a hit. And the same goes for the songs. Like the thing is I write songs enough to the point that if I step away for a week or two, I can come back and write a song. And those just as good as if I had been writing every single day. Mm-hmm. And the, when you step away for that time, all the things you observe, the content you get, it starts to build up. So that song that you write could have more content in it than if you were knocking out a song every three days. I think we talked about that on something where we talked about like sometimes to just, there's a point where you have to just be like, no, like, <laughs> like I, like that amount of what you're doing at like three in the morning where you're just dead zombie mode recording and you're on low energy tank versus like you could put that away and, or if you're in a rut, just put it away. And just or get a it. Red Bull. Yeah, or yeah. Or <laughs> I was gonna say I kind of did that on Saturday night, and but I that's because you probably had an song. idea. Did you have an idea that you knew what you wanted out of it? Some of those ideas just nah. keep you up. <laughs> I was Damn. playing. I freestyled the keys to it earlier that day on top of a soulful beat, and I was like, you know what? This is like someone described those type of beats as like hard knock beats, like mm-hmm. talk about life or like I don't know, like Jay Z type stuff. If you guys know what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. And uh, 
I ran with it, ended up making a good song, finished the whole thing. I was like, it was like three in the morning, three 30. And I was like, I'm really done with this. And I was like, no, I'm going to write the second verse. I'm just going to do it. Ended up cranking it out and hit a double time fast flow the last eight bars. And I was like, well, I haven't wrote a song in like a week. So I guess that's good enough. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But I made five beats that day too. So it was literally just, it was you, one of those things. You I was, when the inspiration yeah. hit you kind of. Strike while the, iron, while the iron's hot, right? Yep, yeah, exactly. That's, that's Take my quote, Kano. <laughs> you know, just trying to, just trying to get that flow. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to get fast. Like my our friend I here. I, I had a question. You, you said, um, you're trying you'd like to make a hit what what defines a hit for you catchy melody chorus is typically catchy if not witty enough to the point that people are like oh i really like this um the song that comes to mind is palm trees by flatbush zombies uh i had i heard the song probably about 10 times maybe even more before i really understood what they were talking about he said like zip in my hand unzip the can dip in my hand then i palm trees and i was like oh shit it's like grabbing a handful of weed out of the jar i was like oh damn all right i see i see where you're going with this yeah. but they're like a west coast uh there's like a west coast cali feel to the song so i was like i get where they're going with it melodies catchy the beats catchy so they instantly like the song it has to be more than that to me <laughs> so so is it your perception or is it like other people's perception of the song both how does the mix work it's both but you kind of develop that ear just from listening to music a lot and you can tell what people think is catchy literally i'll listen to the radio i don't like most of the songs on the radio sometimes i'll sing along with them don't get me wrong but that's how i know this catchy because i don't usually like that shit but i'm like if it's (laughs) stuck in my head it's stuck in my head i need to do whatever it takes to get my song stuck in their head like this <laughs> again i feel like what's what's fun is uh, you know talking to to zach and prabhu for so long is we each have our, our flavor where like i think there's an argument for catchiness as well as there's an argument for just saying you know this is what came out of me and i'm not going to try to like change this for other people and i think you know on the sides of the fence and probably speak to me if I'm wrong, probably was definitely like more of like, he think, I think you do think in a good way, actively about catchiness. And now, now you don't think you've always thought about hey, that. I feel like I, f- you- I feel you on that. I did not start doing that until this last year. I didn't give a fuck about catchiness. I was like, if the first or if the lyrics on it are good and it flows, I don't care if it's catchy. It sounds good to me. I've always th- I've always appreciated it and I've always liked it. I when it came to writing music, I my writing and what I liked in music, I feel like well okay, no, maybe maybe it was, but I guess with the instrumental stuff and the stuff I did with like Two-Face in college and stuff was like more instrumental stuff. So I didn't think of it as like catchy from like the pop lyrical kind of thing. It was more like I like riffs and the reason why I like riffs more than solos is that like to me a riff is like the structure of a song and the meat of a song that like that thing you remember that like if you can if you don't play guitar and you can sing a riff like when <clears throat> like Iron Maiden the like Fear the Dark that like when you see yeah. the, I guess this is a solo but it's like a riff but I remember in like high school seeing them playing like 
Rio and Brazil, and they're like, and it's like a hundred thousand people singing this like yeah thing, and I'm just like, that's cool. But yeah. I, I guess I I always thought about it. I didn't feel like I was really good at that or thinking about that ever until I took a class where I was like, maybe I should think about this more with the catchiness. But I appreciate it. But I I don't feel like I've ever been good at that. Zach, how do you feel or, or what what's it like when um how how do you deal with that when you're playing live where maybe there's a catchy song that you know everyone's gonna dig, but maybe there's a, a song that is more something that you enjoy playing people dig less how do you kind of deal deal with it? everything is just a banger that you play <laughs> is that why you're shaking your we, we do catchy over no but but even even within the catchiness right there might be something that you like more that may be less catchy but you like playing more how do you kind of deal with that you don't you don't even care. everything is just i don't, I don't really people have are just the slamming shots <laughs> yeah like i don't i mean i don't i'm kind of just the hired gun yeah like not to oh like to completely like simplify or just like real though my but you don't feel like a different way if like you know well okay are you asking how i feel or yeah like, what zach, what? The, zach is the like the the like sprinkles on top that like take it from like like, cause I feel like you, cause you're, you, when you say the hired gun, it's like, I feel like, yeah, if you're a solo player, you're like. The hitman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should be assassin. You're in and out. Like you're not plotting yeah. the whole thing. You don't care how they kill the guy. You're just like, you come in, in you come in, you kill it and you leave. But no, but I'm asking specifically, he doesn't plan it. He doesn't really care how he kills a guy. But like at the end of the day, when you go home and you're, you know, you're sitting down, drinking, hydrating, drinking a lot of water because you've had a, a, a thirsty day, do you just like reflect like, you know what? I really dig that song <laughs> that everyone loved. But like, I know everyone really enjoyed this song, but I, I just don't like playing this one as much or, or, and, or I like playing this one a lot. I wish people liked this song more because I really like it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's honestly how I feel about Sweet Child of Mine. <laughs> because like... A true Guns N' Roses fan. <laughs> like, people are our age are just like, oh, this song again. <laughs> but, so, so wait, like, the, the slash reception. Yeah, like I didn't realize, and it makes sense the more you read it, but like, well, not you, but like me, because I am obsessed with Guns N' Roses. The more like I've read about Guns N' Roses, like the like you realize that they're really polarizing to a very specific like age range. Like people, yeah. because they were like the number one band on well in rock at least on the face of the planet or whatever for like a period of time like it's probably just like ed sheeran like there's like the people are like oh my god i love ed sheeran and then there's like yeah. like ed sheeran sucks. like i don't want to turn on my radio because i'm afraid that ed sheeran's gonna come on like yeah and that's how people feel about guns and roses too so it's just like it's specifically love, sweet child of mine like you know guns and roses my favorite band but it's like i'll play it and sometimes I'm like yeah sometimes people are like oh you song. The buzz go home boomer <laughs> or they're like no nah, i'm not gonna dance to the song like so so yeah that happens a lot there we go. That's a lot. 
definitely the, the guitar songs that are fun are usually buzzkills with the exception of like hotel california because like everyone can appreciate hotel california yeah. i think does anyone here not like hotel california uh, i mean i like it but like it's like it i think it's like one of those songs if i heard it you play it live i'd be like hell yeah but if i just hear the eagles play it again i'll be like i'll skip <laughs> this time like, yeah I'm definitely gonna hear it again at some point this year and be cool with it, but like I'm not I'm not driven to Hotel California anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then like on the flip side of it, there's like songs that everyone loves, but like, oh my god, I don't I like I hate playing Drops of Jupiter. I hate brown eyed girl. <laughs> How can you hate that classic? Come on. <laughs> Which one? Brown eyed girl? The pain that I, I have to play. I'm let's uh, Apparently, like, that's the hardest one to play, though, Zach set. Yeah, I was going to say, okay, we did talk about it. Like, for some reason, like, it's definitely not the hardest song to play. But for some reason, for me, I have this mental block, and I just can't play it perfect every time. And that one always pisses me off <laughs> every single time. Um, Sweet Home Alabama, I've, I hated for, like, a long time. Now it's, like, okay, I'm easing back into it. I'm enjoying it again. But, like, there's definitely a period of time where I'm going to hate playing that song again. Uh, do, you, do you, like, play it with a smile still, but, like, your soul's dead on the... You, no. You, go, you don't even try to enjoy it on stage? Like, I feel like if, if I'm playing a gig, especially if it's Sweet Home Alabama, it's such a happy song, yeah. I'd at least put a smile on and a, a yeehaw. <laughs> well, I'm, like, so sick of that one because it's our, for one of my bands, the soundcheck song oh okay like you always warm up with it and like it's not like hard but like when you're not warmed up it's definitely tricky like we don't play the whole song even like just like the for some reason like if my hand isn't warm up warmed up like i'll like miss strings i'll be like then like and i'm like why aren't you working like this is an easy song different state not hydrated I think Not, your body doesn't want you to play the song. Pretty much, yeah. Like body that's how Sweet like, Home Michigan, Sweet Home Lansing, Michigan. You need to yeah. get a glass of sweet tea before you play it. That's what it is. Yeah, get you in the zone. Did I tell you guys the story about lose yourself? No. I mean, I, okay. Yeah, you know, did. No, you did. You talked about I did. How you played lose yourself, and you didn't really know. Yeah, I definitely remember you talking about it. I don't know if it was in an episode. You talked about it. I definitely remember. No, you right. talked about it when I was in Lansing, I think, this last time. Abel, did I tell you this story? I don't think so. So we were playing at Tin Roof like three weeks ago. And uh, one of my favorite ways to troll the singers in all of my bands is to start playing the intro to Lose Yourself. It's like, do, do, da, do, 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 Because like nobody wants to perform that. You but like, wait, okay. wait, were you with Sadie or with your other band? I haven't done with Sadie. That would be funny. Dude, would... I was going to say, seeing her try and do that would probably be hilarious. I don't know <laughs> if she knows the song. I assume she probably does, but... I don't... I feel like if she had a few shots, she'd probably go for it, but uh, the other bands I play with, like, they're just like, stop. But, like, the crowd is like, yeah! They're playing Eminem! Like, they get all hyped up. <laughs> so I, I did this to troll the singer at Tin Roof, Elisa, and uh, this drunk guy comes out of nowhere he's like i'll rap battle you right now and he was <laughs> like, tell me you didn't stop 
Well, so, so I kept going, and she's like, no, like, I'm not going to rap battle you. And then this other drunk guy comes out of nowhere, and he's like, I'll rap battle you. So, like, we're, like, quietly playing it while, like, these two guys are in front of the stage having a rap battle. And, like, the whole bar is, like, stopping to watch this rap battle. It was really bad. It was terrible. Damn. I would have and, been and, fucking loving it. And being in well, Michigan, but, too, I feel like so many people are like, this is our song. Like, this is yeah, our and then so they almost got in a fight though. Like they was getting heated. And so Lisa was like, Zach, like you did this. You need to stop it now. You so, had to hit the solo and push him out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hmm, how can I completely kill the mood? So I started playing Wagon Wheel. Like that cheesy, like, hokey hunt. <laughs> you guys don't know Wagon Wheel? Oh, nope. it's fine. Don't listen to it. It's not worth it. Um, <laughs> then Trans-Siberian or orchestra or is it you would like trans-siberian orchestra better but okay. it's just like this cheesy like honky country song and then like that completely diffused everything <laughs> were they just thrown off or were they like i can't rap to this anymore i'm just gonna go it, it was a little bit of both they were like wait what the hell you, you fucked up my flow <laughs> time to go back to the state or to the crowd kind of thing <laughs> yeah no it was it was good it was fun well, Trans-Siberian orchestras from Tampa, Florida. Sorry, that's just that sounds about right for some reason. That's underwhelming. <laughs> that feels right. <laughs> that's underwhelming, man. I was thinking this like New York group of like people that came here and just like really made Christmas songs. Like big. you thought they were oh, from you... Siberia? Oh, they're from <laughs> fucking Tampa. Like, not, like it's not. It's not the same. Right. I, I always like Zach's perspective because like it's interesting being the hired gun and I think about um even when when like I'm in a band and like we choose a cover or this or that cover you know especially it, while I'm playing with a band my originals are something that we're, we're going to be playing most likely but the covers are kind of more of like a democratic process where like we're all agreeing or you know I pick the last cover you pick the next cover and we kind of go around robin and then there's there's always that time where I'm always like typically a pretty like I am chill playing anything because you guys are playing my music so I'm happy as can be, um, but there's always like there's like sometimes just like that cover that's just like uh, I don't really know how we're gonna like wrap our heads or, or really get through this one. Um, I can't think of any uh, that I particularly didn't didn't like love, but like there's always the one where it's like it just got dropped off at some point and we're not gonna talk about that this time. We're not playing this one anymore. <laughs> Do you ever, have you ever done covers? Because this is something that I've been thinking about recently that I really want to do is take a cover or do a cover of a song, but it's like a complete reworking of the song. Because like, you know, Rage Against Machines last album, <clears throat> it's like a complete cover album. It's, oh, yeah, yeah. And all the songs are so different than the original. Like they're pretty much different songs. Like they're not, they've took all their stuff and made it. Maggie's Farm is one of my favorites. Yeah, right. They took a Bob Dylan song and made it a heavy rage. They have a Rakim song. They have a Cypress Hill song. They've got like minor. Yeah, they've got, and they do it their own Rage Against the Machine style with like, you know, just bouncy, heavy guitars. And and to me, that's something. And and that to me is like something I I find like that I've wanted to do with the like covers too is like maybe take a song that's not as traditionally like on both extremes if it's not a super poppy song make it like a poppy song like like Snowblind by Black Sabbath I really like that song and I heard a Sundown cover and I was like 
yo, this is really cool how they did that. And I want to do like a maybe poppy version or take a pop song and make it like some crazy metal song. Uh, guitar players and just, I guess, just people in like rock bands or most genres of music, we play cover sets that doesn't seem to happen. Uh, like, like rappers don't do that. Like, why is it that you wouldn't necessarily play or I guess, do you cover other rappers' songs? Like, would you get on stage and do like a Kendrick Lamar song? And if not, like, why? Is there a reason that like that doesn't happen? I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I about that. Is it harder to like emulate? Because like with singing, like I feel like flow isn't as much of a thing it's like the pitch and like maybe some enunci- like enunciations aren't even as big but i feel like I it maybe enunciation gets big with singing yeah if you had me come up there and try and do a rihanna or beyonce song i'm gonna crash and burn every time <laughs> but if you asked me to come up there and do um God, it'd have to be like I'd have to be getting paid for one because I do not want to just go up on stage and rap somebody else's song. It wouldn't feel genuine yeah. enough. But there are two songs that he has: "Look Out for Detox" and "Rigamortis." Mm. I don't know if Rigamortis you guys know. Good, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, Rigamortis definitely. That, that probably took him like eighty takes. Max that shit died, is by insane. Ah, uh, yeah. damn. Well, he'll see it in the episode at least if he doesn't yeah, get. Where to- is Zach? <laughs> yeah, what happened? Is- anyway, his phone died. We'll, we'll we'll crop him in. But no, Rick, yeah, it's a picture. <laughs> we'll crop. Him. I've done that. Anyway. But yeah, Rick and Mortis is an insane. <laughs> so you'd cover Rick and Mortis? If I mean, that would if take practice. Yes, yeah, so I was gonna okay. say if I was getting paid, I would cover Rick and Mortis and look out for Detox, which is almost as insanely hard to rap as that song because of the breath control you need. Like it's super fast and the style is just different. Would Would you like? Ball. No, no Gompy. I was gonna say it sounds like very like so the example of rigor mortis is like at that point it's like rap but it's like I feel like what you're doing there by covering it is like test it. it's like a test yep. yourself from a lyrical like a like a technical standpoint versus like a lot of other songs to rap maybe it's that rap has like a more personalized or like personal thing when you're when like attachment to the the art that you put out that you're like like to do someone else's like i don't know like there's there's things that are like personal shout outs or disses and raps that like if you were to do it maybe that's like it would be tacky or odd or something i don't know is that like something that's ever crossed your mind or is that like is that off from what that might be kind of but also who am i gonna diss that's actually gonna be like that's gonna take it serious for one yeah for two covering a lot of people's songs it's not that it wouldn't be difficult because there are some rappers that rap really fast that it'd be hard to cover their songs but 95 percent of the people that you'd hear on the radio including migos i could probably go out there and cover their song without really having to try that hard Mm. just because their styles are already stuff that i emulate in the music i make with flow wise not lyrics but the fact that i can do the flow putting lyrics that are even more simple and less thought provoking than what I normally put in makes it a lot easier to just go jump in and do it myself. So mm-hmm. it's like, it almost doesn't feel like enough of a challenge if I was going to use somebody else's lyrics, if that makes sense. Or yeah, somebody that makes, else's song. 
that makes sense it's like would you go out there and play all the chords and smoke on the water for the entire show or would you be ready to shoot yourself by like minute 15 see that's what happens to me when i have to play brown eyed girl i'm like i don't want them (laughs) but people want to hear it for some reason so yeah i mean it's like that is interesting because I never thought about like even from an audience, but but from there it's like the audience expectation is that hey you're a rock band you're gonna play this song, versus like the audience expectation in hip hop might be different too with like hip hop. Hey, I'm gonna start calling it that. Hip hop. Did I what I? Yeah. What I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I've mispronounced. This is because I'm on. Is that right? dosek? Oh, yeah. it well, I already got through the dosekis and now I'm on this. Yeah. Uh, so uh crossfaded yeah the hip mop yeah that's here's a i'll say it very clearly so whoever cuts it as hip mop you can make a tiktok video of that canem canem's not even here the or i don't know where canem is he's just i think he's outie i got i actually gotta go too yeah um I, I was just gonna say that I feel like with a hip hop audience, they're probably not expecting people to cover. Or like, I wonder if someone just went up and did a Kanye song. If the audience would be like, "Why are you doing a Kanye? You're not Kanye, or you're not Kendrick, or yeah. you're." Versus like, if you're a rock band that played a cover, they'd be like, "Oh, you're paying respect to whatever." It's. I feel like there must be some. I think it's more normalized, also because you're not one person. Oh. I don't know what just happened, but I think it's more normalized because for one, it's usually a band doing it instead of just one person. And for two, you're playing instruments with it. Like if I went out there and did live drums and rapped somebody's song, people would probably be like, holy shit, this is awesome. Versus if I just went up there and started rapping someone's song, they'd be like, why are you doing this kind of like thing? The root style. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Or if I got up there and played like live bass, maybe I feel like that's probably the only one I'd be able to pull off while I'm mm. trying to write. At that song. point, you're like some just multifaceted performer that's like, oh, look, he can do both of these at a time. That's not like, look, Which he is can definitely rap. definitely not easy. Oh, God. Like Thundercat, people, I don't know how he sings and plays like that bass guitar. Like, it's. I don't know how people sing while they're doing another instrument at the same time. Like, okay, piano players have been playing for a long time and they just play chords while they're singing. And they hold it for like two to four bars and then just switch between like three or four chords. I understand that. The people that are sitting there and literally playing both hands, their right hand's going crazy and they're still singing. I'm like, you're not human. Who are you? Yeah, I can get it with like chords, but like there's a band called Gojira that's like a metal band that like plays like crazy metal riffs and it's just a three piece band. And, or yeah, I think it's three piece and the main gu- singer is the guitarist and he's like playing all these riffs that I can barely play as a guitarist and he's like singing with that too and i'm like you you have two like separate brains functioning like yeah that's the same time um can you pull that off zach i want to hear something definitely not i want to hear you sing sweet child of mine yeah Uh, i don't don't that can be your intro (laughs) that's the perfect intro (laughs) for the show (laughs) I, I, i would I would pay to see. I'll give you fifty bucks to sing "Sweet Child." Yeah. You're gonna show to his next show, or or or, yeah. or Freebird. I'll I'll pay you fifty bucks to sing Freebird. Uh, yeah, I'll do it for fifty bucks. 
I was going to uh, say, what if you show up to the next wedding he's booked for and just be that person that comes up and tips 50 bucks for them to do that? Yeah. But we were just uh, doing, we were just thanking Abel for, or Odysseus. <laughs> Odysseus. Either one. Real Odysseus uh, for being on, uh, for being on our show and uh, just talking about like, it was actually really interesting to see how like the parallels between us being mainly guitar players and, and I mean, Kanem being a vocalist and lyricist and like how we all approach that and, and from yeah. a producing standpoint. Um, yeah, it was really fun. And we were just talking about um, any shout outs. So I'll have your Instagram up on here. Your a link to your um, like Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, whatever, um, wherever you have your music. Um, and if you've got anything, coming out we'll make sure to add it to the video and you know make sure people go and check your music out and check your page out and if anyone's listening in the michigan area hopefully once shows are back and there's uh there's more like lansing figures out of their venue situation yeah uh, like after close shutting some stuff down um be, hopefully we can point some people to check you out at a show yeah, I would definitely appreciate it. I don't know, hey, Zach, we're going to do a joint show the intersection. Just all, all lose yourself. Well, you guys yeah. are oh, yeah. together too, right? Uh, a fusion show? That'd be dope. Yeah. You have yeah. someone who could do lose you. You could do lose yourself with your band and get. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, we can actually just do come it. up and, and actually just slaughter it. Man, no, yeah. you, should do, you should do a whole setup where you have like. Uh, a Odysseus and then like another like decent rapper or a little bit less. We want to we want to blow Odysseus up. So a guy that's just just uh, just a little bit worse than you, and then like you just set it all up. So like you set it up as like oh I want to I want to rap battle and then you know the, you just you just place them some theatrics. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, smart. yeah. Learn how to backflip too. I think that would be helpful. <laughs> I cannot. I think that would be helpful in any situation. Yeah, for the most part. Um, yeah, guess, let's do it. Let's I'm do just, it. Let's... I'm just picturing the scene in Eight Mile where Eminem goes, <laughs> but not the end scene where Eminem kills it. The beginning part where Eminem gets and he's just like fucking up. And that's Zach. He like shaves his head and everything, bleaches his hair, and then Odysseus just blows him out of the water. I don't <laughs> know. I think staging a rap battle between me and Zach would be like prime content that would be that'd be pretty awesome <laughs> so like, go viral but what if you rapped and played no. guitar that would, yeah that's that. what i was thinking too that'd be dope yeah that honestly might be harder than fixed you just gotta get that what that might be that might be Sorry. harder than singing and playing guitar honestly because with singing you can just kind of follow the melody with rapping you'd have to be like rapping fast with eminem's shit and still trying to play yeah you'd have no. to like have a good sense of rhythm with the, the guitar and the like lyrics doing something else thank you so much for being on this yes it was really cool meeting you and, and hearing your thoughts and talking about your process and giving us a little bit of your sauce and everything yeah don't steal it don't steal it. borrow I'm, it you can borrow I'll it borrow, I'll, I'll borrow it taste the sauce Just don't eat the well sauce. this is we, everyone will know this is where the sauce came from when i start rhyming two words at the end people are gonna be like oh shit that's he's just he's basically just a decision that's 2010 drake saw that's that's free that's free public domain right there. well see the thing is then we went back and listened to older stuff and i was like bone thugs and harmony were doing this biggie did it in a couple songs so i can see where he's getting it from but i got it from you so yeah. it's like 
It's like a you're I, the new I, age of yeah uh, yeah. I'll, I'll take that. I'll, I'll credit you with that. It's like um I'm trying to think of this is tough. Oh, Ma- Maggie Maggie's Farm, easy example. I credit Rage Against the Machine for introducing me to Maggie's Farm. It's an excellent song that was also written and performed by Bob Dylan. It's like the Kanye song Blame Game. Who taught you how to do a double rhyme at the end of <laughs> verse? You did. He has taught me <laughs> exactly. But. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. It was good having thanks. you. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Uh, we, we we said we said you know bring bring your A game, do an intro, do an outro. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, that works. Let's play us out with your with your freestyle. Obstacles, I hurdled them to curb. I'm always serving them, so open up and fight on it. I'm coming for your throat and shit, just like what laryngitis is. Y'all kings do not want to smoke, cause I'm way above whatever all your highness is. Bitch. Have a lot of setbacks on the roadway to success. No, it gave me stress. No, I didn't quit. Lately, I just hold on before I'ma let it slip. Y'all treat me like dirt, so I'm taking on my respect. Had a lot of setbacks on the roadway to success. No, it gave me stress. No, I didn't quit. Lately, I just hold on before I'ma let it slip. Y'all treat me like dirt, so I'm taking on my respect I've had nights longer than your longest days Spent writing music while people still throwing shade Vent through the lyrics and writing down on the page Choking back the tears, my eyes feeling